Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 64 of Be With Me. We're with a character, a real person named Nicodemus in the Bible. And he's confused. He's saying to Jesus yesterday, wait a minute, you want me to re-uterus? You want me to crawl back in to the womb? As Jesus is, is explaining to him about being born again. So let's pick up with John chapter 3, verse 3. Jesus answered him, Nicodemus, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Verse 5, Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Verse 7, Do not marvel that I said to you, singular, plural now, you must be born again, you guys must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. So I'm going to title my thoughts today, my meditation today, on marveling at the mar- marvelous. And I'm going to cut Nicodemus some slack. Is He is marveling at what the Lord is telling him. He, th- that you're going to be born of water and the Spirit, and it's not physical, and it's not seen, and it's not of the uterus. And I think Nicodemus's conclusion is he's he's getting sort of gobsmacked and he's marveling at something that is is indeed marvelous. So he's not marveling at something that is not marvelous. He's actually marveling at something that is marvelous. Okay, so verse 6, he says, That which is born of the flesh is flesh. We Okay, I understand that. Now we're going to start go enter into the more marvelous. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. And then Jesus says, "Don't marvel." And I just I don't know. I just don't understand that today because what he's teaching, what he's showing this guy. First of all, he's the first guy in history to sort of get the gospel, and he keeps on going after this. And he says, "Don't marvel at it." Well, that's the right response. I think it's code for. Marveling. It's marvelous that you're even addressing us puny little humans via Nicodemus and then the rest of us, and that you're giving him this epic teaching that isn't for the world at the moment. It's just for him right now, which is a marvelous. And that's something that is born uh, both him and then eventually all believers to this, that it's spiritual and it involves the Godhead. So you're saying, wait a minute, the God shows up the Spirit is going to blow into my life, the Holy Spirit, and by extension, the Father and the Son are going to blow into my life. Are you serious that God sees me in the first place and knows me and knows what a bunch of, you know, sinful nature I am and then comes to then comes to visit me anyway? Of course I'm marveling at this. Of course I'm marveling at something that is marvelous. So I, I don't know. I just see the don't marvel as almost a ridiculous command. Verse 8, the wind blows where it wishes. That is, God works when and where it suits him. 
and that it's volitional, it's purposeful, it's directional. Where does all this start? It starts in the storehouse of God's pleasure. That's where. And we, we hear its sound. So we have spiritual birth that starts from God and works in us in repentance, because that is a godly thing. And whenever you hear someone's story of how they came to believe, there's like a gap in the story. That is something marvelous happens. Uh, You know, I was a sinner, boom, then the spirit starts to work. Wouldn't it be interesting if we heard the story and we could like cut to another scene to God in heaven and then God could say, yeah, then I started to blow the spirit and I brought these people and I brought this truth and I brought my gospel to this person and in, in on this day. And then I came back another day and so we could actually hear where the wind came from. Maybe we're going to do that in heaven. So we feel it. We hear its noise. We feel its direction. We can sometimes hear uh, howling. Um, but we have to sort of tip our hat to the Lord. That's We don't know where it, it, it comes from. It that's, that's God's business. And we don't know why it, where and why it's going. There's things we don't understand about God. We don't understand about evil. And we don't understand about people. But we understand, or maybe, that, that the Lord is at work here. I just love how Nicodemus responds. Jesus says, don't marvel. And then Nicodemus says, how can these things be? It's such a genuine response. You know that the Lord is working, the Spirit is, is blowing in his life, because his mind is being blown. He's really considering these things. How can these things be? I'm definitely marveling at the marvelous, Lord. What you just told me not to marvel at, I'm definitely marveling. And I think that's, let's let's finish with that. Let's finish with marvel today. Let's marvel at the marvelous. So if we perceive and see the Lord and feel him working and see its effects and hear him working, boy, I think we should marvel at that. And we don't know everything. We don't know why, you know, the Lord does things when and why the wind is blowing today and why it's not blowing another day. But we do know and do do appreciate that you are alive and well and on task and on purpose and on the throne, that you are working. You are the worker. You are the blower of the Spirit. And that you choose to, to enter into the lives of individuals, Nicodemus here first, and then us later on. Isn't it appropriate, Lord, that we respond to the marvelous and appreciate it and glorify you for being marvelous and then acting marvelous towards us? I think so. So, Lord, I just, I'm going to marvel along with Nicodemus. I hope you do too. Thanks for listening.